I V M I V M Hey everyone this is your daily dose of everything that's happening in the world of NBA I am Monish and joining me as he does always is Nishant and you're listening to The Airball Diaries We are recording this right after the Lakers <coughs> and the Miami Heat played out an overtime game because Nishan just couldn't take Russell Westbrook <laughs> having the last possession of the ball with 23 seconds to go. Russell Westbrook did nothing. <laughs> He tried a three-point attempt, a contested three-point attempt after you had 23 seconds to get a switch, make a play with AD, you make a play with Carmelo. Malik Monk is a good three-point shooter. He bricked it, and the Lakers went into the third overtime game. came out victors again miami heat lost the game jimmy butler was out for three quarters in the game and the overtime as well he got injured early on the lakers we spoke about it the last game we, we spoke about how a close victory could really boost up their season two overtime victories now if this won't boost their season i don't know what will a uh, lot to talk about on today's episode only 26 teams were in action we missed out four teams uh, but a uh, lot to talk about in today's episode let's go Whether you're an established sports person or a budding one or simply a sports enthusiast join us Tanvi and Shlok We are two passionate pro badminton players talking policy mindset and everything sport So tune in to the Millennial Athlete every Monday only on the IVM Podcast Network Trust us it's going to be lit So uh close game for the Lakers uh, the Miami Heat let's start off with the Miami Heat they're 8 and 4 now uh couple of close losses in the last few games they're kind of averaging out i mean we put them in the top tier of teams when we did the eastern conference power rankings we put them alongside the nets we put them alongside the sixers uh, not the sixers the bucks and we put them above the sixers in fact mm-hmm. they're kind of evening out now and with jimmy butler injured i have no idea when he's going to return what's your uh, now that they played 11 games what's your uh, take on the heat do you think they're really a uh, team that can make the finals the eastern conference finals the nba finals even because i feel even though this team has a great starting unit and probably the best six man on the uh, on the in the league they kind of short on depth i mean if you look at the seventh player is deadman and then yeah you don't know haslem sometimes coming on and putting on a few minutes max trues nobody really cares about the 8 9 10 guys and when you go into playoff you need these guys to score right you see the warriors they are a 15 man strong unit You see the Lakers; they are a deep unit. You see all of the tough teams. You look at the Bucks; they are a strong unit. Yeah. You look at the Nets; yeah. Nets, I I'll exclude them. You look at Or the Sixers. Or did you count the Lakers team. among the tough teams just now? They have a deep unit. I wouldn't call them. <laughs> That's about all they have. They have a deep unit. <laughs> the Nets are somewhat missing in that regard, yeah. right? They've been convincing, and whenever they played the big teams, they beat the Bucks, they beat the Nets, they beat the Jazz even. But in their losses, they've scored ninety-one against the Pacers, ninety-five against the Celtics, ninety-six against Denver. Mm. On those days where Tyler Hero goes cold, the Heat do not have really too many scoring options. Duncan Robinson has been out of form entirely this season. Kyle Lowry doesn't yeah. score as many points as he once used to. He's just the assist machine now. Jimmy Butler, you know that he doesn't take too many threes. He's a two-point yeah, yeah. specialist. He'll get you twenty, twenty-five points. Bam <clears throat> Adebayo will give you similar. They they are pretty much outdated in terms of. they have yeah. two amazing three point shooters in duncan robinson and hero but points don't come only with two shooters right i mean you need them to take more threes what's your take on this heat unit how far do you think they can make it 
Yeah, points will come with two shooters if they're called Steph and Clay, which, uh, <clears throat> ironically, that's what these two were called in their first season. Hero and Robinson, they were called the mini Splash Brothers and they're coming and ESPN's raving, Duncan Robinson is coming. Yeah, no, you're not coming. He shot three for 13, like, relax. Why is he getting 13 shots in the first place? I oh, think that's, the, that's uh, just a follow-up of uh, two games before where he shot one of 15. Yeah, oh, yes. Uh, so, the thing is, the Heat, you're right, there's no depth at all. There's a sixth man and that's that end of. Um, and that got a bit exposed today when Butler went off. They should have won this game against the Lakers. Lakers did nothing special. Yeah. Um, but Butler went off and then that's it. Who comes in? Uh, a hodgepodge of Deadman and whoever else they find. Whoever's closest to the coaches is just get up, sort up, go play. So <clears throat> they don't have depth. Uh, then comes their play style itself, which is it's set in the 90s. Butler is like this... Um, Rugged 3ND wing, well, not 3ND, or DND wing, 2ND, <laughs> uh, 2ND, mid-range ND wing. Um, so he's not really a modern era kind of player. He's great, but he's not what fits into the modern era. Same with Bam. He's an old mm-hmm. school big. Can't shoot at all, not even mid-range. Um, shoots largely in the paint. Still gets you points, but largely in the paint. Um, and defends really well, rebounds, all that. So, again, a 90s big, but doesn't even have like a 90s big size. He's slightly undersized. Lowry, playmaking, as you could call it, later in his year, he's not going to be the points machine that he was. So, then <clears throat> your entire game is dependent on solid defense, which took a bit of a hit, uh, I would assume, once Iguodala, like from a couple of years ago, let's look at the bubble season to now. Mm-hmm. They had crowd up. 3ND, not there. Egodala, not there. They let none go. Yep. So, the defense took a hit. And that's something they rely on heavily. And then comes their offense, which relies heavily on the three shooting abilities of Hero and Robinson. Only one of them is working right now. It's it's an incomplete squad. When it works, it looks great. When Robinson hits those threes, it it kind of... Uh, the the It glosses over the cracks in the team. But I think they know it at this point that uh, we all probably were misled by uh, how low our expectations were of this team that just about anything got us really impressed. Mm-hmm. But as it's evening out now, um, some of those cracks are uh, becoming apparent. There, there are a trade or two or a couple of free agency signings, big, um, or another great draft pick away from, from really being Victor contenders. Ola, Ola just magically turned Yeah, sure. Okay, <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, and, and Russ can suddenly turn into Ray Allen and Lakers win it all. It's interesting though. I mean, Miami Heat would be the first team that all of these big teams want to avoid. If it's the Bucks, if it's the Nets, if it's the Sixers, all of them want to avoid the Heat when it comes to the playoffs. They could probably upset one of them in a seven-game series. I won't be surprised. But can they do it three times to win the first round, the second round, and the conference finals? I don't see that happening. At least with this roster, I don't see that happening. Uh, You rightly said they don't play like the way they should in 2021. They are the third, uh, they're 25th ranked team in three-point attempts. That itself says a lot yeah, for yeah, a team yeah. that's supposed to be on the top tier, right? So, yeah, Miami Heat, I good team, I, entertaining team, fun to watch always, uh, nightmare matchup always, but just don't see it uh, breaking through and being that team in the conference finals. I, I wonder why we're not talking about their age too, because they're, they're mm-hmm. dependent on <clears throat> Lowry, who's now there. He's pretty much... Now they're Dragic. That's what it's become. Yeah. What Dragic was a couple of years ago. This talisman experience, ball carrier. Uh, 
I, I know he's not really injury prone, but he's getting old. LeBron was was man of steel for so long, but you see now the injuries are piling up. They're coming yeah. thick, thick and fast. Um, no reason not to assume. I mean, with the Lakers, it's an assumption, right? They're old, they're old, they're old. Let's assume that for the Heat also, they're old. So Lowry mm-hmm. might uh, might not be the fittest player on the planet going into this season. If a deep playoff run is their plan, that'll come into play. Um, yep. Butler, you've seen again uh, since the bubble. There's been a spate of injuries, and he's been in and out of the team. Um, so that's an issue. That's that's the crux of your team gone. Your experience, the the dog in the team that gets you through in the playoffs. Uh, mm-hmm. So they're they're as vulnerable as the Nets, except the Nets have uh, Durant and Harden, which is not a bad position to be in if you're vulnerable. So I don't know. I'm not. I think the I think I was over overhyped on the Heat. I think it's leveling out now. Hello, everybody. It's been another great week on the IVM Podcast Network. On Naan Kari, we broadcast our 50th episode. Sadaf and Archit invite one of the best food researchers in the country, Vikram Doctor. They discuss Indian street food, small town delicacies, and the history of our most common food habits. On Smarter with Sid, Siddharth explores how data can be woven into a story through artificial intelligence. On Tere Mere Rastir, Kesho takes us to Dehradun, a city whose foundations were laid by a Sikh guru, and tells us how his famous basmati rice was introduced to it by an Afghan king living there in exile. On Cyrus Says, Cyrus is joined by former Indian cricket and host the Khel Neeti podcast of Akareem and Nikhil Chopra to talk about tons and tons of cricket. Tune in for a very fun episode. And don't miss the festive season special on the Habit Coach podcast where Ashton Doctor talks about how our eating habits change during festivals. Do follow us on social media where IVM Podcast. Alright, since we spoke about Russell Westbrook, it'll only be fair to talk about the team that traded him in this offseason, the Washington Wizards. Uh, that has got to be the trade of this uh, trade of the <laughs> year so far because the Wizards, what did they do? They replaced Russell Westbrook, who was a triple-double machine last year. He averaged like what? He got like what? 20 triple-doubles or something like that. And you replace that with KCP, Kyle Kuzma and Montrez Harrell. All of these guys are balling out. Montrez Harrell had a monster night tonight. Kuzma is averaging 14 points. Uh, KCP is averaging around 10-odd points. They added Spencer Dinwiddie to this trio along with Bradley Beal, who's always consistent when it comes to scoring. And if you talk about depth, they have a deep team as well. Daniel Gafford comes off the bench. Rahul Neto comes off the bench. Uh, Rui Hachimura is yet to play. He's having yeah. some personal issues. He's missed out. They, they have Davis Bertans off the bench. That's right. a deep roster. And it shows in the start of the season. Eight and three. They beat. They already beat uh, the Bucks this year. They beat Memphis Grizzlies, who's a tough opponent always. They beat the Hawks, who's a tough opponent. They beat Boston Celtics, who are no longer a tough opponent. <laughs> Uh, this is a very interesting roster. We spoke about the Chicago Bulls the other day, but what is the upside for the Washington Wizards similarly? <clears throat> oh, just get to the playoffs would be an achievement. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Russ Westbrook quarter trade. Uh, <clears throat> there's something in there, and we'll probably come back to talk about it today or tomorrow whenever, but there's something in there when, when a player of that caliber, uh, a regular MVP contender, triple-double machine, uh, highest all-time, averaged a triple-double for three seasons, and yet... He's just bouncing around the league a little too much. Yeah. Not what all of it. Like, the last fourth yeah. team in the last four years. Yeah. Yeah. I get it if it's him pushing for those trades for a mm-hmm. chip. But I don't think all of them were within his control. And and all of them involved teams saying, all right, cool, you want to go, you go. Which is normally not the case. They, there'd be some effort to retain. Um, I, I don't know. There's something about him in, uh, being an influence on the team where when Russ plays, lights out, the team wins. And when he doesn't, the team stands absolutely no chance. That's not the making of, of, a, of, of a match winner, of a real 
all time great with so they damned that they got in Harrell they got in Kuz Kuz shot six of nine or something from three where the hell was yep. that in the Lakers. Uh, but but we we said this last year too, right? Give Goose a starting run in a in a smaller team, and he'll be all right. He's not that bad, but <clears throat> not quite what a chip winning team needs. Uh, he is balling out. Harrell's back to being the sixth man, the great sixth man that he was. Right. Um, they have a deep squad. They did last season too. I think they had a few injuries here and there, and and it was just the rush effect that nobody else even got the ball. Hachimura, Bertans, and they lost a chance to develop these talents. Hachimura, Bertans, right. uh, Abdiya even, um, which probably they will now. Um, I like their roster, but I think getting to the playoffs is their is their upper limit. There is nobody. Tell me who one name on this team that will grab a series by the scruff of its neck and carry the team through. There's no one there. I mean, mm-hmm. if there is, it'll be the first time that will be discovered. There's no proven, you know, that kind of killer there. So I I don't fancy them in the playoffs against anyone, but I think getting to the playoffs would be a huge first step for this team because they're all young. They can come back next year. They can rebuild. They can uh, sorry. They can improve and. And and do it better next time. Make a couple of trades. They have enough assets. It's I like this team. I, I like where they're mm-hmm. So they have a big decision coming up at the end of this year, don't they? I mean, with the with Bradley Beal in that unit. Yeah. A lot of teams obviously are looking to get Bradley Beal to be that additional piece that can boost them from a contender to probably a strong contender, right? So does it make sense for the Wizards to now offer Beal a deal and keep him at uh, keep him in Washington, build a team around him? Is he that guy who can lead a team? To great success. I mean, for me, Beal doesn't come across as a leader. He'll probably be a great second person yeah. on the team. He'd probably be a great third person on the team. But do you see Beal being the main guy on a <clears throat> contender team? I see Beal being the third best player on a chip winning team. That's as far as it goes. If chip winning teams are what you want. If you want a team that goes to the playoff, he can very well lead a team there. But that's about as far as they'll go. Um, mm-hmm. um, that's that's Beal for me. He's similar to Melo in the past, where he's an excellent scorer, but he's not quite the guy that will carry a team to the championship. That's like that's that's where um, Melo and LeBron sort of drifted apart a bit, though right. they entered as pretty much equals. I think that's that's quite where he stands. I um, it depends really on what the Wizards' ambition is because they've had some suspect dealings in the past. They have given. John Wall a monster contract when everyone in the league said it's a bad idea. He's injury prone, and you're seeing the effects of that now. Although Houston are stuck with it. Um, oh, they got off uh, the deal pretty splendidly, I must say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did incredibly well. And they uh, wait, wait, John Wall went in the Westbrook trade, right? Yes. Yeah, and then they flipped Westbrook and got three excellent yeah. young pieces. So great, hey, everybody wins. Um, <laughs> so they well, KCP is youngish, but. I think what they should do is if they have chip winning ambitions, which I'll be shocked to find out they do, mm-hmm. then yeah, you trade Beal. Beal's not taking you to the chip, not unless you land two bigger, bigger names. So you trade Beal and you start building a squad. You have a great core. There'll be you're not gonna get an elite upper crust talent, but you'll get one of these up and coming talents that you believe can in a few years become a chip, you know. Uh, like if you could catch Yanis three years ago or something like that. Uh, I think that they could still get Yanis three years ago as an MEP, Yanis four years ago. Um, <laughs> something like that they could get. But I don't think they have chip winning ambitions. I think their ambition is to run a good tight franchise, get to the playoffs, mm-hmm. play entertaining basketball, fill the seats. Kind of what the Knicks have been doing for 20 years minus the entertaining basketball. If that's the ambition, then keep Beal. Franchise player, face of the franchise, keep him, run the show, get to the playoffs, crash out. Chip ambition, I trade. I trade Beal, and by the way, that'd be good for both because I think Beal can then stand to go to a team where he yeah. also actually has a legit chance to to play on True. a contender. Win-win. 
nevertheless the wizards are 8 and 3 interesting uh, very exciting start to the season uh, we'll keep a close eye on them great uh, catching up with you as always the heat come back tomorrow and play the clippers that'll be a fun matchup we'll come back and talk all about that on tomorrow's episode until then see you all right cheers hey if you enjoyed this podcast don't forget to check out our other interesting podcasts on the ivm network you can listen to us on the ivm podcast app ivmpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts you can also follow us on our social media we're at ivm podcasts on twitter and instagram and if you want to reach out to us and you know you do you know you want to reach out to us and tell us that our opinions on your favorite players are trash you want to tell us magic johnson is still better than steph curry and you don't think steph curry has changed the game for all that and more reach out to us on both instagram and twitter if you love cricket listen up the edges and sledges cricket podcast is here for you Hosted by DJ Varun and me Ashwin, we bring a fun, fresh fans point of view to talking all things cricket. Sometimes it's just the three of us, sometimes we have guests including current and former international cricketers. For new episodes every week, check out the Edges and Sledges Cricket Podcast on the IBM app, website or wherever you get your podcasts. Working Monday to Friday glued to your chair making you feel dull? Worry not. Get your 5-minute weekly dose of travel around the world with postcards from nowhere. Join me every Thursday as i explore the strange obscure and fascinating parts of the world and bring out facets of travel you may not have thought of before you can find us on the ibm podcast app website or wherever you get your podcast from